well, in case any of you were thinking about taking a nap during part of the readings, that might have woke you up a little bit, huh? <laughs> Jesus is not messing around, and all of our readings are sort of telling us, we better be awake. And uh, very interesting, this reading, these readings from Malachi. I think uh, we probably better define who our God is. And the psalmist tells us that our God is comes to rule with justice. And uh, Malachi expressed his sense of justice, and he says that justice was punishment for evildoers. It almost sounds like in Malachi that we have a God who's a distant God, a critical God, waiting to zap us if we mess up. And that's really not our God, is it? Our God, though, that, that is a more of an adolescent view of who God is. And some people sadly today do believe that God is just sitting on high waiting to zap us. Or is God a distant God that has just left us here in this universe to try to figure it all out? Our God is a benevolent, loving God, though. Jesus is view, God loved the world so much that what did he do? He gave his only son for us. Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. See, our God loves us and wants to be in relationship with us and desires that you have a relationship with him. He wants to give you something that the world cannot give, nor can the world understand. It's his love that's freely given to each one of us. It's not a God who is sitting there just waiting to reward us for what we do. See, God's love is not dependent on anything that we have to do. We are reward ourselves with heaven and we punish ourselves with hell. How do we do that? It's by the lived experiences that we experience in our lives when we allow ourselves to be drawn into the mystery of who God is, that's how we are, and, and we allow heaven to be a part of what we are here, even on this earth. It's our choice. Will we allow God to be a part of our relationship? How when we distance ourselves from the mystery of who God is? God is love. God's love is there for all of us. Well, what about this thing about suffering? Suffering does happen, and suffering has entered into the world. Is that God's plan, that suffering would enter into the world? Suffering entered into the world, much by our own choices. It was never God's plan to have suffering enter into the world. But man chose to sin against God. And that came, uh, God gave us freedom to either choose him or not choose him. 
Joshua says, choose this day whom you will serve. Choose life or choose death. Choosing to be with God and choosing heaven is our choice. But God is sitting there waiting for us. Jesus came to save us, not to condemn us. We have a Father who loves us and showed us also how to suffer. God himself became like us in every single way and understands our suffering and our pain. He came, though, to meet us in our suffering and our pain. And he will give us the grace to persevere through those times of trials if we allow him. And if we do, we will be pulled through those difficult times in life. I can think of this so many times in my own life. As I look out here and I see my sister and, and Phil, I see how you know, God carried them through a very difficult time just a couple years ago when they lost their son on 270 in a motorcycle accident. I just drove by a motorcycle accident today and I thought about that. Chuck, God was with our family in a very, very, very strong way. God was with our family when my sister was killed by vehicular manslaughter and left on the side of a road. God gave us the grace to get through those times. My father wrote a letter of forgiveness to the man who was responsible for the murder of my sister and helped him get an early parole. That was through the grace that God gives us to get through the difficulties in life. Our God understands us. He understands our suffering. And he's there with us. Now, why do I share that with you? Why do I share those pains and sufferings in my own life with you? The reason why I share that is that that is my testimony. What's your testimony? There's many things more that I can share with you. Are you prepared to share with others the way that God has helped you get through difficulties? All of us, we're not going to get out of this life without pain and suffering in this world. But you know what the devil hates more than anything? He hates it when we share how God gave us victory over those trials. We're called to share our testimony with others. And that's what Jesus says today. When you hear of wars and insurrections, when we go through our political time, when we, when we, when we listen to <coughs> on all the ads, and then we have our society, more of my friends and uh, brothers and sisters, all filled with fear over the world, who was going to get elected and who wasn't, and still that fear just exists today. What did Jesus say to those who, during the time of our gospel, the temple was going to be destroyed 33 years after his death? 
and there was going to be horrible things that was going to take place, much like the world that we're in today. We are in peril, aren't we, in some time? Jesus is saying, do not focus on all those things. I got it under control. When you read, when you read that first God reading from Malachi, when I saw it, I kind of thought some people would probably find a lot of comfort in knowing that this God is ready to get those, those evildoers are going to be like stubble. <laughs> He's not messing around. All we can do is we can look at this God who loves us. And we are not supposed to fight evil with evil. We are not supposed to be vengeful for those who hurt us. God will take care of that. He will take care of all the other things that's in the world. What is the one thing that we can do? The one thing that we can do is control ourselves. We can't control all the things, other things out there. Stephen Covey calls that our circle of influence. We have this big circle of concern, what Jesus was talking about, in wars and insurrections and earthquakes and famines. They're going to go on all around us. But he said, don't prepare your testimony ahead of time. What he's saying is, I will give you the grace when you need it. And I will give you the words when you need it. All you have to do is be willing to share. And I will carry you through difficulties in your life. Jesus guarantees us that. He says, while you are in the world, you will have trouble. He said, take heart. I have overcome the world. The biggest problems in this world the biggest problems in our political arena is that we have pushed God out. We have taken morals and we have made them relative and there is no absolute right or wrong and we have shoved God out of the equation. What we can do is be examples of a God that works in our lives. In each one of our lives, each one of our lives, we give that testimony by the way we show the world that he's working with me and I'm allowing him to be, to guide me, to be the best boss I can be at work, to be the best husband I can be, to be the best father and the mother that I can be, and to love my wife and forgive her when she wrongs me. Or my wife forgive me many more times when I have wronged her. Just ask my wife. <laughs> the point is, let's control what we can control. And that is our own relationship with Christ. Paul says, I've heard some of you doing all these things says, pay attention to your own life. Mind your own business. And he's trying to say that tend to your own flock. Tend to your own spiritual wellness. And God will take care of the rest. And let us be willing, let us be willing to share
share how he's worked in our life and how he's helped us overcome those great difficulties in our life. Yes, there will be pain and there will be suffering. And it's not because God wants to punish us. And it's not because God is, this is just part of our perils. But God has promised to be there in those difficulties. And he will take us to a better world. We don't live just for today. We are living for eternity. And are those earthquakes, famines, tornadoes, and floods? It's not because God wants us to suffer. It's a mystery. But let us enter into the mystery of a loving God who really does love us and wants us to be in relationship. We won't understand all the pain and suffering in the world. But what we do understand we have God who has suffered beyond anything that we can imagine. And he's there waiting for us to be in relationship with him. Let us come and be strengthened by coming to this table and to really receive our body, our Lord's body, blood, soul, and divinity. And ask him remove those things that are obstacles for us to have a better and deeper relationship with Him. Let us come and ask Him for that gift.